Welcome back, the Nuna Girls, with Liz joining us today. Hola, ladies. House therapist. House Liz Reed. Elizabeth yes. Reed. Yes. Now Elizabeth Mary, title. speaking of Catholics. What's that? Elizabeth Mary. Oh, wow. Speaking of Catholics. Gina Marie. Yep. Yeah. Jacqueline Marie. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We should do a My prayer. My grandmother was Should we Marie. do a prayer? My mother was Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Get the rosary out. <laughs> the rosary? <laughs> you can't even say it. <laughs> How Catholic are you? She is. Rosary? <laughs> rosary. 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 What did I say? Rosary. Welcome to the Nooner Show, where we explore the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, but most of all, they're inspiring. Here are your hosts, Jackie Wallace and Gina Guccini. She had her birthday last week, so she's a little hungover. Hardly. That's not it. Thank you. No. I'm just... um, Are you going to tell us how old you are? No. Old enough to know better. (laughs) Too young to resist. (laughs) Right? (laughs) When I was teaching, when kids would ask... Because when I first started teaching a million years ago, I was the age of some of their siblings. Mm -hmm. I was young. See, that's so crazy to me. I know. And so I'd say, I'm old enough to be in first... I'm old enough to be a first grade teacher, but too old to be in first grade myself. And then I became old enough to be their parents. And then I became, unfortunately, old enough to be some of their grandparents. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So, yes. Yep. Anyway. So how was your birthday? It was nice. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Are you hungover? Or? No. No? Oh. No, not at all. No. Just, I was just know, trying to make it sound like you had an exciting birthday surprise. A life. Some kind of yeah. life besides. Not just you woke up with the migraine because you're a year older. Yeah. No. Oh. No. My birthday was Sunday. last week, so I'm good. Yeah. No. Just... Migraine, weather change, I think. That's yeah. All. Okay. So, well, you look good. Oh, thank you. So do you. Good to see you, Liz. Thank, thank you. Thanks for joining I'm glad us. Glad to be yes. here. Glad yes. to have you. We need a, our therapy. We do. Oh, my God. We do, we do. Before we get started talking about therapy, let's talk about decorating your home. Oh. I recently read an article on decorating home, and it, it focused on your um, birth sign, your horoscopes. Yeah. And it talked about if you are this sign or that sign. Yeah. There's some things to think of. What what sign are you? What are you? I'm Sagittarius. So what do they say about that? For a Sagittarius, they say traveling and being social are your bread and butter for Sagittarius. No one could ever describe you as a homebody. You love a lively home full of photos and mementos of your travel plans. Bright colors and plenty of room for guests. For Sagittarius, add a unique dining room set to your home. So did you go out and buy one? I No, I didn't, but I did just buy a new couch and chair. Oh. Yeah. Um, for you cookie-cutter dining room table wants uh, a doily with a large table mixed with mix-and-match chairs inspired by your travels. With a funky new table, you'll love having friends over even more than you already do. That's kind of <clears throat> describes you, doesn't it? Or No. I draw the line at doilies. I'm just yeah. The doily <laughs> part I didn't yeah, get. No, doily, no, no. Uh, no, no. My chairs. chairs all match in my at my dining room table. Oh, okay. Do I, uh, you know what? I <laughs> I have a ton of pictures. I'm just guilty yeah, of not I was putting thinking them of that. Up. Oh, the pictures. Well, yeah, I was thinking I of the vision board with Italy. Yeah, I do have an, an Italy vision board. Yeah, but I don't have a lot of photos around my house. Okay. I need to get better at that. So, mm. all right. And you are a Virgo. I am a Virgo. Uh, you're very practical, and you might have perfectionist tendencies. No. No. Mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. 
As a result, <laughs> you being a smart ass. I'm being facetious. Yes. Why? As a result, <laughs> I don't have perfectionist tendencies. It depends on what you're a perfectionist in work. You're a perfectionist. As we digress, well, into I don't think I'm, I'm a perfectionist <laughs> in work. Hold on. Hold you on. Are. No, that's not true. Okay. All right, it's my personal opinion. <laughs> well, keep it to yourself, please. Okay, no. oops. It's, okay. Only it's the therapist's personal opinion. I'm yes, only kidding. As a result, your home kidding. interior never feels quite done. Yes, that is true. Mm. You don't love having people over, which that's not true. You no, that's do. not true. Yeah. I entertain a lot. Yeah. The perfect home accent for a practical Virgo is a stand mixer. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that doubles as a piece of decor. No. Are you sure you're not, not describing me? That, a lot of that Yeah, that is like not me. In some okay, way. and what, uh -uh. what? I'm a Libra. Libra. Let's I think see. both my son and Moon are in Libra. I'm a real Libra. And I was born on Friday the 13th of October. Wow. So I got a lot of witchy poo stuff going on there. Symbolizes by scales. Libras are all about balance and harmony in their living space. Oh, hmm. that sounds like you, I balance think. Balance is important, yeah. I mean, I don't, I've never seen your Libras house. Libras are probably artistic and enjoy the finer things in life. You're willing to pay extra for quality. When it comes to decor, you probably love neutral colors to create a zen-like space. I'm a shabby chic. Oh, you are? Very shabby chic, and um, oh. everything has to be animal-friendly because I have so many animals, right? So I don't spend much oh. money on a furniture and uh -huh. rugs and so forth, but I use a lot of color. I got a lot of different color. Like my walls right now are bright pink. They are? Mm -hmm. And my floor is scuffed white paint. Really? Yeah. Your whole house is bright pink? The living room. Clearly, and we've the never been invited. What does that no, say? I know. Wait, I. That's I, I not what I would have pictured. I never have people over. It looks like she a, never has. And I have. Over. I have paintings on here. like every wall, like everywhere. Yeah, it's bright pink inside. It's it's, it's a pink. What it's room? A, the living room is is pink. It's it's a dusty rosy kind of pink. Oh, and so okay. is the bathroom. Okay, it, which is a, a little dusty, so not a like a grayer. bright. Yeah, no, and then pink. it's then I I complement that with a lot of black Oriental screens and oh wow, you know, and then I have a That's big wood burning stove in the middle, pictured. and then I have paintings everywhere mm. um, that what I kind collect of all anything and everything. Usually something kind of uh, Renaissance Victorian gilded frames. Have you ever watched oh, wow. um, uh, Hands Made Tale? Hands Made Tale. A half of a half a minute. I couldn't get into. Oh my it. god, I, it's outstanding. Anyways, the homes they have. There's pictures everywhere. That's where I got the idea, and that's why I do it. Oh, wow. I'm going, very so going sounds... on Instagram and <laughs> scrolling through your posts. Yeah, a lot of uh, bouillon fringe, a lot of okay, heavy so pillowing. That, that doesn't sound zen to me. That's, oh, it is. It's very it relaxing is? to me. Yeah. So yeah. Wait. But you know what? what we're, what's relaxing to her may not be relaxing yeah, right, to Everybody's right, different. Right, because mm -hmm. to me, that sounds really busy. Yeah, no, it's super cozy. Everybody's okay. like, wow, I want to like lay down. But cozy oh. and zen, I don't think cozy and zen are the same. Right. Maybe not. Yeah. Isn't Zen like stark white walls, very See, simplistic? Well, it, it can be. I guess it's in the eye of the beholder. That yeah. seems more like hospital to me. That's, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, and then I have my altar against one wall, too. Oh, There's you do? my whole altar with See, all my I stuff on it. See, I think that's cool. That where I pray in the morning and yeah. light my incense and so it's ring my singing bell, everybody my singing has their, bowl. Everybody has their own taste. Yeah, yeah. As this article says, and we'll leave a link to this article, um, it may or may not be your taste. 
uh, and everybody's taste is different. And oh, yeah. what everybody's right. definition of what's cozy right. or zen or right. eclectic yeah. is different. Yeah. So I do like the personal space, like of the altar and stuff like yeah. that. Like I really want to build a little church on our property. But you just want to you just want to be sitting at the throne and everybody to come and pay <laughs> homage to you. Let's, let's Listen, be honest. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I'm uh, not saying there's anything wrong. Okay. <laughs> that altar, that yeah. altar is where I share my gratitude. Ooh. So that's what mm. we're going to get on right now. So it doesn't that. matter what your horoscope is yeah. when it comes to gratitude, right? And that's our topic today is gratitude. Sure is. Yes, I play my singing bowl and pray. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's let's get on with I it. I should have brought it in with me, actually. Yeah, I'd like to hear you sing. Next time. Next time. Next time. (laughs) I don't know that we'll show gratitude if you start singing, though. Sorry. It's one of those days I today. I play the singing bowl, Jacqueline. Oh, I thought okay. you say with the singing bowl. I know, I don't and know. then I ohm, ohm, you know, I do that Oh, whole do you thing. really? Yeah, I do a whole thing. Is that thing. part? Of, no, seriously. Yes. We are going to get into this right now. Yes, But ma'am. is that really part of how you show gratitude? Yes, it is. Okay, now we have to get into this because now I'm really curious. Yes. Let's so anyway, ready. yes, we are back with your monthly dose of therapy with our house therapist, Liz Reed. And right before the holidays, she's here to get you mentally prepared mentally fit for all those holiday festivities. So we're going to talk about gratitude, the impact of gratitude, focusing on your gains and not your losses, and how to cultivate gratitude during those tough times. So welcome back to the Nooner Show, Liz Reed. And I think though the holidays can be any holiday, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, Hanukkah. Holidays. Any holiday. holiday. Your birthday. Birthday's a holiday. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Anytime you have to get together with people. Yeah. You know, and, and you need to get mentally fit Absolutely. For, those, for that small talk, that awkward small talk. Mm-hmm. We need to have a show on small talk, by the way. I'm mm-hmm. going to add that to our list because that's really hard to do. But anyway, all right, let's let's talk about gratitude Focus. because yeah, <laughs> that was last week. Yes. Today it's gratitude. But mm-hmm. uh, so here's the thing. it You know, you hear a lot about gratitude and journaling, gratitude journals. You hear about that all the time. And it just sounds like, you know, everybody talks about how powerful it is and how it's this healthy remedy. It sounds so cliche. Yeah. So what is it? Like, what are people talking about when they talk about gratitude? Well, gratitude is an emotion. It's an emotion that we have, being grateful for what we have or being grateful for who we have or a gratefulness, a feeling of gratefulness, right? That So it's an emotion that we were given, that we exude when we feel a certain way. When serotonin kicks in, our feel-good hormones kick in, and neurotransmitters, and we decide that we feel grateful over something, which can be just about anything that is important or grateful to you. But one of the things is is that gratitude is lack of selfishness. So that means that you're putting yourself to one side and you're grateful for what you have in front of you or what you've received in your past. If you think about it, in a lot of ways, we can be very selfish people, right? We can say, this is where we run into trouble with gratitude. Yeah, that's all fine and dandy. Thank you for rattling off ABCDFG that I have to be thankful for in my life. But if this was just going right for me, then I would be grateful, but I'm not because that's not going right for me at this you know, mm-hmm. pertinent time. And so we lose our thought, our relationship with gratitude, and only focus on what we don't have. 
So that is a very selfish kind of way to look at the world and our life. Do you think it's because people are looking for the perfect life? Well, I think, yeah, I think that uh, down deep, a lot of people have an idea of what the perfect life is and their parents have ingrained that in them as well. Even if you're an adult and they're long gone. Is it it an idea or is it an illusion? Well, it's, it is what, gratitude and illusion? No, having the, per- having oh, the, the vision perfect, of the perfect life. There is no such thing as perfection. Right. You know, you will never have everything you need. You'll never have all the money you'll need. You'll never have uh, the perfect house, the perfect everything. There's always going to be things that come, stand in our way. And so when we live in a state of envy and uh, envy and jealousy of what other people have, and we're not grateful for, for what we do have, then... We end up being a selfish, ungrateful, bitter, or an angry person. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. But I also think that there is another part to it where, you know, I was thinking about, like, my circle of people. Mm -hmm. I I would say that they're all grateful people. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that everybody spends time writing in a gratitude journal because I think everybody's busy working on their goals. And I think this is where it gets a little confusing, I think, sometimes. If you're working towards goals, it's very hard to be grateful when you, um, you know, you haven't hit your goals. Like you feel like you spend more of your time in the gaps and not the gains. Like Mm -hmm. you spend more of your time saying, okay, but I'm still not there yet. Like I still didn't achieve, I didn't sell my million books or I didn't do this or I didn't do that. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, I don't feel like it's always selfishness. Sometimes I feel like it's, it stops you from moving forward. I guess that could be like the misconception of gratitude. Well, yeah, I would agree with that. But like, but what if you do hit all your goals and you still don't get, you still don't have the gratitude? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like a lot mm-hmm. of people in retirement, they'll, they'll go into retirement <clears throat> thinking this is a be all. This is where I wanted to be. I've done what yes. I needed to do. And, and I'm retired now. And then, and, yeah. And, and then, then they die. Like, or they die. Or yes. they end up on the psych ward where I used to work. Or they, you know, what's it all about, Alfie? What is the meaning of my life? Mm. What am I supposed to do with my life? This isn't enough for me. Yeah. And people are ungrateful for what they've had prior to that. See, it's just a, it's it's more of a state of mind, kind of a Pollyanna type of thinking, instead of really, uh, you know. And they use these words all the time. Instead of a glass being half full or half empty, it's half full. That kind of a thought process. That's where we change the neural pathways in our brain to start thinking differently than the way we've already grooved them into our brain of, yeah, well, if I just had this. Instead, it's more like, I'm just glad that I have what I do have. You know, like I've mentioned this before, some of the poorest countries have some of the most gratitude. Right. And they have nothing. And, and money does right. not And I give think us what you just said, it's an, it's an easy change. Instead of saying, if I just had, you change the, the, dialogue. the dialogue to, yeah. I'm grateful that I do have. Sure. And, you know, once again, it's been played too hard, like any other many buzzwords anymore. Be grateful, watch your gratitude. Right. You know, write it in a journal, write it in a journal. The only reason why we have that is is the writing in the journal is to remember, first of all, the bad things that have happened and how you've overcome them, right? Mm -hmm. 
So if you're writing and you're, if you keep a journal, which our book that we'll be talking about is going to be an excellent resource for this, right. is writing about your journey in life, your good, your bad days, and where you've come from. And we've talked about this. If you look back, uh, often we'll say to ourselves, it's the brain's way of forgetting things. I have, you know, oh my God, I've been depressed for so many weeks. You look back at your journal, no, actually it's only been about three days. Mm -hmm. And what was going on on that third day? Well, this or that happened at work. Somebody gave me a bad review or I had a fight with so-and-so. Well, I have every reason in the world to be a little down and that doesn't dictate where I'm going from here. So I'm grateful that I do did have some better days. That visual look, that look at an actual piece of paper that documents you from days ago is super helpful in you moving forward. I think I mentioned to you, Jackie, about um, how imperative it is like with not imperative, but all the little um, tchotchkes, little knickknacks I have around my house. I write down the date and who gave it to me on the bottom. Mm. Because did I say that to you? I must have been talking to somebody else. But the point is, is it's it's the same kind of thing. We may remember, think of it as some some right. It, it, this is it happened on this day, and this is what went on. Somebody who was there at the same exact time does not have the same recollection of what transpired. Mm -hmm. So that's why I write this like on gifts that I get from my sister Fran on such and such date. What will happen when you're reflecting on your journal, you will say, oh, that's not exactly how it, this is how it went down. And it wasn't as bad as I thought. And so that way we're changing how we think and feel about our gratitude in our life going forward. So because 50% of our memories are inaccurate after one year. Wow, 50%? Yes. So what happens? I don't even think mine take that yeah. long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mine's about a day, <laughs> and and that's, that's generous. Yeah, really, that's a really good point. So you're saying write those things down right when they happen. Yes. So that you, it's it's fresh. It's exactly mm -hmm. the way it happened, and that's what you're gonna. So every time you forget, you go back and you look at that. So let's go back to journaling because yeah. Journaling is can sound overwhelming for people mm -hmm. that don't want to sit and, and write and worry about sentence structure and you know how do you how do you journal? Journal just and what I tell my patients to do because once again this happens with my patients in between the times we talk often a lot of things go on they don't have the story accurate and. So you write bullet points. I'll have them write bullet points. I felt like this. It felt like that. She said this. I said that. And this is what came of it. Four short bullet points and your overall feeling about the whole thing that went down and what was the worst part of it. And highlight that. That's it. Even putting happy faces, sad faces, zero to 10, where was your anxiety? Where was your depression? Where was your overall feeling of loneliness or whatever the feeling may be? it accurately portrays it on a piece of paper better than it will with you trying to remember. And isn't and, it, oh, I'm sorry. No, Tina. go ahead. I was going to say, isn't it more because it's the whole physical and mental process of actually sitting and writing? Yes. Not what you're writing. Yep, okay. absolutely. Pen to paper is cathartic. There's mm -hmm. something innately healing about writing down your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. I always say this to patients, that purging your emotion pen to paper is a healing, healing technique. So I always think of the heart as this beautiful pink thing where we hold the black horrors of whatever trauma or upset we've had throughout our lives. And until we purge all of that blackness on paper, 
with a pen and paper, not even on, not on a keyboard. I want you to use pen and paper right. and um, purge that stuff onto the paper. And the words have been spoken. Can we put the healthy pink stuff in there? And, you know, there's so much science behind that, oh, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, Tons if you, if you don't evidence. believe us, just research it. Yes. Because they can explain how, how that mm-hmm. whole writing process can, you can rewire your brain so that mm-hmm. you have different results. Absolutely. Um, so let me ask you this. How do you handle, you know, there are people going into this holiday season that have lost loved ones. Um, they've had some, you know, devastation in their life. Mm-hmm. How do you tell somebody like that to be grateful? Well, you're not going to immediately be grateful. I, I have a patient I'm working with right now. Her son just died a couple months ago. She doesn't want to put up a tree, doesn't want to do anything. Right. Died fentanyl overdose, Ugh. of course, like everybody else out there. It's amazing to me and horrible and horrifying for everybody. But um, there is nothing right now to be grateful for, and that's okay. Okay. If you don't have it in you right now to be grateful for anything, who's, who's to tell you what you need to be grateful for? Right. She doesn't give a shit what I'm saying. Right. She doesn't right. care that I'm like, well, just be thankful you have your granddaughter. Right. Just and be thankful you have your husband. And the right. grieving process is, is, is... Unique a, to everyone. Unique to everyone. Even though there's a series of steps that yep. you go through, you go through different different steps at different time, and they're not chronological. Yep. They may be written chronologically on the paper, but they're mm-hmm. not chronological in how you go through them. Exactly. From You go from this step to that step, but sometimes you go back, back. to a step. You're right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's, it, it's survival mode. Mm-hmm. Just whatever it's going to take for you to survive, what you're going through right now is all that matters. And right. maybe, maybe in time someone will be grateful that they got through that. Oh, absolutely. And you can't see the joy in your life until you can see some kind of light at the end of the tunnel. And right now she has tunnel vision. Um, but people, that's okay. That are, and that's, that's okay. That is absolutely okay. Right. There's nothing I can say. There's nothing you right. can say. There's not anything. All you can do is kind of read if you feel like reading about it a little bit. Because, you, you know, educating yourself on why you feel the way you do is the, is the most important thing that you can ever do. To know that you're not alone. Right. That people feel just like you. Right. That this is normal and that you will be okay. And that anything you do that might be very stupid, like suicidal ideation when you lose a loved one, um, is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I think adding, I'm not okay yet. Yeah. yeah adding sure. that yet to a, yet. I'm not okay yet. Mm-hmm. Right. I will be, mm-hmm. but I'm not okay yet. And I yeah. think that's, we all too often say, oh, 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 how are you? And with the response is, I'm fine. You know what? It's all right to say, I'm not okay yet. Yeah. I'm not doing well. Right. I think being, sure. being honest with others, being honest with ourselves. Right goes a long way mm-hmm. to helping through, mm-hmm. from my experience, helping through those difficult times. Absolutely. Absolutely. For this lady, I write, often write, support animal letters. And um, I said, you know, well, who's your constant? What's going on? What do you, you know, because she's suicidal. Who are you with? What, what do you have there that's keeping you grounded? And she's like, my dog. And, and I oh. said, then she needs to go with you everywhere you go. Yeah. And so I, she promised me, We she made a promise to me that she... Would um, I wrote the letter? She carries her with her, and she was like, when we talked the next week, she was like, "It's amazing. I feel like so what's much the letter? It just says that you know their diagnosis. It's a formal letter of you know from me as an LS, LMSW uh, that she um, 
has a anxiety disorder. Um, this is a support animal that is helping her right now. Oh, I, I get see. the diagnosis and the whole okay. ball of wax, and she should be allowed to take that pet into the grocery store or wherever. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's not a formal training for mm-hmm. a support animal, mm-hmm. but it gives her an incredible amount of comfort and a lot right. of people, a lot of people. Right. It's, whatever's going to work. I mean, it's that. there's your gratitude right there. When right. you're when you're at the lowest of lows in your life, what is one th- small shred of anything that I can get you to do that'll make let make you know help you to make it till tomorrow morning? Like the reminder, yeah. Because when you do go back and you think of the things you've accomplished in your life, mm-hmm. whatever that may be, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about success yeah. or those types of goals, but yeah. I'm talking about relationships, love, mm-hmm. whatever. When you go back and you think of the things you have accomplished, there's always something mm-hmm. that has kept you going. So you're Absolutely. saying it's focus just even on that one little light that was really good in your life. Absolutely. And if 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 that's going to drive you, because I can sit there and say, your son would want you to live on. And, you know, none of that means right. anything right. when you're suffering like that. They don't care. Right. Right. They don't care. But I, where I have other patients that are also going through grieving. Another lady who has lost her husband uh, recently. And she said, Liz, I hung a pincher today. And I was like, we're good. We're there. You know. Yeah. Yay, right. Celebrate those it. small. Absolutely. She moves some furniture sure. around. She's right. done this or that. I mean, it's very teeny. We need little things. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's the first step. That's the first step. The best piece of advice when I was going through a difficult time, someone said to me was, "Get through the hour. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. get through the hour. Don't think about the day. Think about the hour. That's yep. good. Mm-hmm. In an hour from now, get through the next hour. And that was the best piece of advice offered to me at that time was get through an hour. And I focused on an hour. And before you knew it, an hour became two, became four, became 24. Sure. Hence the movie The Hours. Did you ever see it? I did not. It's about depression. And uh, oh, yeah, a famous author who committed suicide. But um, how bad depression was. Several short stories mixed together. It was excellent. It was oh, excellent. wow. I think it won a bunch of Academy Awards. You should check it out. What's it called? The Hours. The hours. It's about every hour trying to get through another hour without committing suicide. Wow. It's very deep, very heavy, but mm-hmm. much worth it. Yes. It's okay. an excellent movie. So let's switch gears now. So the holidays, you know, yeah. people that aren't necessarily the group we were just talking sure. about, but just every day people working, just mm-hmm. staying, you know, busy trying to move forward um, are going to get into, uh, you know, these groups environments, family, friends, whatever, a lot of festivities going on, and there's a lot of small talk. How can, you know, writing in a gratitude journal prepare you for that? Well, in a lot of ways, giving yourself the grace that there may be people there that you don't want to see, that you don't want to be around. And remembering that, you know, you, you can build yourself up in your journal you can build yourself up, uh, you know, um, this is what I'm offering. This is what I'm bringing. You know, I often say, if you want to be grateful, give more, mm-hmm. give more, take less. You know, when you feel you don't have anything left to give, give more than that. And that and when that, you say give more, give more of what? Of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, if it, it can be even by financial, financial gains every year, my husband and I donate to something like a couple of years ago, we donated to, um, Indian elephants, the, we paid for a veterinarian to come and take care of these Indian elephants in India. Um, a, you know, things like that, doing, um, giving, talking to somebody that you wouldn't normally talk to. 
um, being uh, held accountable and 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 for um, items that people might need for the holiday. Um, writing down that this is one day out of the year that I'm going to be able to be not get into a beef with anybody there. I'm just going to be grateful that we're all together. It'll be nice to see everyone. If it starts getting heavy, I'll leave early, but I'm just, the focus is to enjoy the day and not entertain a bunch of other extra outside chatter. So, so writing about it ahead of Mm -hmm. time can sort of like mentally set you up. Yeah. So you that can you're sort prepared. those things out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't say something you'll regret. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Purging. That's another thing you, know? you can do in your gratitude journal. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I know, I but that look. Listen. I don't know if it's your headache. Do you start or... fights at holiday gatherings? <laughs> Not at all. Just with me. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, just with Jackie. <laughs> so we don't see each other. <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah, after, after the last after, show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> after Saturday, we're done. No. Yeah. It's, it's tough to go to holidays with, with there's going to be people there that you don't care for. Yeah. Um, Plus there's booze involved. Yeah, that's, that's true. Really difficult. Another part of, um, that I wanted to ask about with the gratitude journal, I think another reason why it's hard for people is it's hard to sit and write the good things that you've accomplished or the things you've done or whatever. I mean, you kind of feel like, uh, you know, I, I shouldn't be patting myself on the back for this, mm-hmm. or it's not a big deal. It Which really goes back isn't to that. giving yourself grace. Why is it so hard to give ourselves grace? Well, it, then that, that means that we're building ourselves up, and our natural reaction is to self-loathe, unfortunately. Yeah. It is to put ourselves down. It is to, you know, and it, it, somebody can give you a thousand compliments, but the one negative one is the one you're going to dwell right. on. Mm-hmm. You right. You know, so it is very hard for us to sit there and say, well, you know what? I look good. I you know, I've done a lot. I, right. You know, it's very difficult for us to be graceful and be good to ourselves and write down the good parts about who we are. It is. It's hard. Yeah. But why we you, have to. Why are you looking at me <laughs> like that? Gina, quit Again. looking. <laughs> She's got that. I wish we could have a camera in here. Oh, my goodness. Dude, you're like giving me oh. the death stare over there. I got nothing. Okay. Listen, you know, we're going to go through good and bad times in our lives. Jackie, as you know, I've been going through a hell of a lot recently, right? So I've had to tap into every freaking resource I have to keep myself on schedule, upbeat, and together. And um, I've got some good points and I've got some bad times. But I'll tell you what, it's good to suffer a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) It is. No, you're right. It is. It is good to suffer a little bit. I haven't suffered this hard in a really long time. And is it's just like, well, okay, this is exhausting. Okay, this is, is exhausting. exhausting. But you know what? I'm going to live through this. I'm going to have to remember all my techniques. What am I going to teach my patients from this? How am I going to move forward? How am I going to be more resilient going forward from this? So what is am that I the do? good? That's the good. That's and the good. It That's you, the good. It makes you grateful. It does make me grateful. It does. Jackie, I'm not looking at you. <laughs> Gina, I am grateful, grateful for you, by the way. Yes. Let's start with therapy with, with, <laughs> between Jackie and Gina. It's the little That's things. That's after Jackie and Rocky. We're yeah. still in therapy. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. You know, you'd be amazed at what you can survive. Mm-hmm. You'd be amazed at what you can survive. You just think you, you're, you're going to you know, shrivel up, die, and implode. When you're in a corner, when things are really going bad, but in a lot of ways you can, if you can just keep digging deep and saying to yourself, I, it's gonna, okay, through my life history, things like this have happened and I have survived and I will. Your success rate is a hundred percent. Yeah. I'm still here today. There you go. Right. Yeah. 
I, I mean, I'm, I'm functioning. I'm moving forward. That's the other thing. Be grateful for everything that you do moving forward in your life. Like we were talking about stalling, getting stuck. You know, you have to dig yourself out of that. You can't succumb. Right. You must do the things you hate in order to feel better. Right. So it's important to be grateful for all of that. So how do people start off being grateful? Like, how do they start writing it down? What do they do? Well, or, or, or I like the other, um, the way you do it with making sure every time you get something, um, you know, that's positive in your life, you a trinket, whatever, you write down the date. Yes. And like even, you know, I do that sometimes with her fortune cookies. Mm-hmm. If it, if it's something that, you know, I relates to, or I think it relates to something I'm working mm-hmm. on, I'll put the date on it and save it. But anyway, go ahead. Well, like I was saying, so giving is very important to help remember your, uh, your gratitude. Also prayer, which we were talking about is I have an altar at home that I pray. Um, it's a mixture of Catholicism, Buddhism, uh, Judaism, anything. I just had my friend brought me back um, an ancient artifact, ancient type bronze artifact from um, Portugal. What's the oldest city in Portugal? It's like the oldest city in the world. The hell's it called? I can't remember. Anyways, that's on my altar. And money from Egypt, all kinds of dear, weird stuff. Okay, and then I play my singing bowl and I pray and I thank the universe, God, whoever you pray to, for um, supporting me, helping me to do better. I ask for nothing but just the strength to do more than I already am. And then I think that also, if you can write down when you feel bad, when you feel bad, even not, you don't have to write down when you feel good, but if you can write down when you feel bad and how the outcome, keep, keep a journal for a couple of days, on that so that you can trace back where your gratitude came back in because you're not there now mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you can remember where you were super important to do that and everybody has something to be grateful for everybody everybody if has you're something to be grateful walking for. around alive mm-hmm. you, there's got to be something right but a lot of people get turned off by the word of being grateful right. gratitude right you know because being grateful i like to me Sometimes it's so overused that it sounds like, you know, oh, you just have to be nice to everybody and you just have to, you know, wake up with a smile on your face. And it just sounds so. Well, and they add that in there with mindfulness, Mm -hmm. being mindful, that gratitude and mindfulness are very Mm -hmm. synonymous with one another. It's, it's about being happy for the presence that you find yourself in. I'm happy to be here right now with both of you doing this. You know, it's we're something happy that to I, have you. Thank you. It's something I look forward to doing. Yeah. Are you offered? This is knowing where your gratitude comes from. This example right here. You said, Liz, if you don't want to drive all the way into the studio, you can call in. I'm like, oh, hell no. I enjoy it too much. No. Yeah. I don't want to do that. So you, you have to remember what makes you happy and quit putting it off and mm-hmm. use it. Do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so one way to do that is to write it down. And yep. that you'll see what, you know, makes you alive every time you write it down. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Absolutely. Well, all right. I this was great. Um, I'm grateful for this session today. <laughs> yes, we are, um, we are grateful for every session with Liz. Yes, you Thank can go you. back and listen at other sessions that she has talked with. She's with us once a month, right? Mm-hmm. Covering topics that apply at whatever time you're listening to. Hopefully, yeah. make life a little bit easier and more more joyful. You know. And um, so just to reiterate the whole thing with gratitude, the whole point of it is really that there are things that 
you have either accomplished or you're doing or that have happened to you or for you, however you want to look at it, um, that do add light. And it's just a reminder and it's a habit that you start when mm -hmm. you start focusing on it. And then you rewire yourself so you're not always focusing on the negative things. Absolutely. And don't be so selfish as to think of only the negative things in your life and give grace and give gratitude to the things that are positive. Right. Right. For sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. We've tossed Thank the you. fortune cookies and whichever way the prong lands, that fortune is meant for you. We'll add with gratitude. To with the gratitude. Could you make these any smaller? I thought we had this discussion. <laughs> she, write that down. She's not really, grateful for the fortune cookies. Let there be magic in your smile and firmness in your handshake when you have gratitude. Mm -hmm. Good things are being said about you with gratitude. Ooh. Pray for what you want, but work for the things you need with gratitude. All right. Thank you, Liz Reed. This Thank was you. awesome. Thank you for joining us. Remember to like, subscribe, and follow The Nooner Show and Liz on Instagram at Liz Life Guru. And you can find my podcast, Liz Life Guru, anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Sometimes the only mode of transportation available is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith, and we hope you enjoyed our episode today with Liz Reed on gratitude. We'll see you next week. Bye.